Welcome to the show, Infertility Tribe, with your host, Alexandra Eva May. There is no reason you need to be suffering through infertility by yourself. There's a tribe of us out there. Let's come together. I'm going to be sharing my journey through the whole infertility experience to hopefully give you some emotional support and fertility tips along the way. Welcome back to another episode of Infertility Tribe. Hey, tribe, how's it going? How was your week? I imagine some of us were down in the dumps. That's okay. That's okay. I was down in the dumps maybe two or three days this week. And not for the whole day, just a little bit. Um, But I'm hoping that a lot of us were on the up and up. Staying hopeful, staying strong, coming together. This whole infertility journey can destroy you and can tear you into pieces. And if you had that day where you were destroyed and you were crying in your car, that's okay. If you did it every day, that's okay. Whatever you're feeling, be authentic, feel the feels, move through it. You've got to experience it. You've got to live through it to get through it. I think that's a big lesson I've learned through everything I've been through. Let those feelings come. If you feel like you need to cry, cry. I mean, maybe don't do it at work where everyone can see, but do it in your car, (laughs) do it at home with your husband, right beside you, do it with your best friend, do it alone, whatever, just let those tears fall, let them come out, because then they're out. It's therapeutic, actually, to cry and get that emotion out, I think, at least, and my therapist agrees. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I go to therapy, and I think everybody should. Honestly, I go to therapy for lots of reasons. There's a lot of stuff I've been through, um, but infertility is definitely an emotional journey that uh, therapy could definitely help you with. Uh, Therapy might even come in handy with you and your partner. And you know what? Actually, I shouldn't talk more about that because that might be a later episode. Anyways, my point is, whatever week you've had or whatever day you've had, it's okay. It's all okay. Uh, You've tuned in for a little bit here with me and with the tribe, so I hope that maybe this episode can bring you up a little bit. Um, be a little bit of a light in the day. And I hope you have lots of other light in this day or this week. Yeah. Okay. So um, what was I? Oh, yes. So this episode is all about talking to your family and friends about your infertility. So I am a blogger. I'm a writer. I'm on Instagram, pretty public with my Splendid Path account. I've had my account for three years, and it all started as a way to connect with other people going through divorce, because I am divorced, and I was very alone, or I felt very alone in that experience, so I went on the internet, as many people do. My Instagram account originally was just like angry and sad memes, and eventually it turned into pictures of my face, and eventually it turned into a blog. And on the blog, I was really open about my experiences. I just kind of put my heart out there, put my experiences out there. I was very authentic, very honest about it. At first, it was a big secret from anybody in my life because I needed a space where I could be just totally honest. And then eventually I told people. And so they went on, they read my stuff. And I mean, I didn't tell everyone, but I told a lot of people. And from that, I just kind of became very honest with what I was dealing with and going through. It actually was an amazing step in my whole journey as a person because now I'm just really real about stuff. So my advice that I'm going to be giving to you today about being 
are about talking about your infertility with friends and family is coming from a perspective from someone who is very open. So maybe some of this advice might be too blunt. I don't know, but that's where I'm at. I've never really been scared to talk about my infertility experience uh, with people because I'm so open about other stuff. With that being said, when I say I've never been scared, I've never been scared to talk about it with my friends and family, but with like coworkers and acquaintances, that's a whole different story. I, I don't get into it with them. So even though I say I'm quite honest, I am definitely reserved and there's definitely people in my life that don't have any idea that I'm dealing with this and have no idea about this podcast and the whole thing. Um, so when it comes to talking to your family and friends, first of all, I want you to feel validated that if you haven't, that's okay. That's, e- that's more than okay. This journey, your diagnosis, everything that you're going through with infertility is nobody's business but your own and you know your partner or maybe not even him I don't know it's nobody's business so if you're at a place where you don't want to tell anybody then don't whatever you don't have to it's your business there's strength that does come from living in that isolated place there is you know it's a hard thing to admit we live in a world we live in a society that tells women all the time that our purpose in life, our lot in life is to get married and have babies. And that if you don't do those things, that somehow you're less of a woman. Especially the having babies thing. It, it's once you start actually looking for it in the media, looking for it in television, looking for it on the internet and the messages we receive from just the young age being a little girl, you know, you're sold. Sorry, but once you start looking for it you see it everywhere like and what I was saying about being a little girl is you from a a a toy that many people buy little girls is a baby so from a very young age it is communicated to women that one step in your journey is going to be a mother for many of us we have a um a pull inside our gut to be, to be mothers. We want it. It's deep inside us. That's what we want. But we're told from a very young age that's that's part of our journey. And along with that, we're told from a... Well, not told, but it's like this weird underlying message that if you can't do it, you're kind of less of a woman. Or at least that's how I feel or I felt for a long time. I did move past that. There's a place where you will get past that, I promise. And I will talk about that in a later episode. But for a long time, I felt like I was less of a woman because I didn't have kids. And when it became this thing where I can have kids, it really was, it was difficult to move past that. So if you're in a place where you haven't told anyone, that's fine. Stay in that place. I think you can stay in that place for as long as you feel you need to be in that place until you're ready to actually tell people it's okay. You don't need to. You're with us. You're with the tribe. Talk to us. (laughs) You don't, you know, talk to the people dealing with it. You don't need to talk to your friends and family. But if you're at the place where you want to, it can be challenging. I think with big things, talking to your friends and family, you are in your head about it a lot. 
and you think it's going to be a whole lot harder than it actually is. A big lesson I've learned along my life through all my tough experiences is that your friends and family just want to see you happy. They do. Um, just taught because I've been through divorce and it's one of the experiences I brought it up a lot on this podcast. That was really hard for me to admit to friends and family that I was going through that. That was really hard. I felt like a failure. I felt like this huge, like this, this shame. I, I just felt awful. And I, it, it, it felt like if I was to tell someone and let someone else in on that, it would somehow be even more awful and they would judge me. Well, when I eventually did, nobody judged me. People met me with love and support. They opened their arms to me. They opened their hearts to me and it was okay. So I think with this infertility admission, when you eventually tell family and friends that you're dealing with it, I think if you're in that place where you're scared to to admit it to your friends and family, you might be feeling like they are going to judge you. They are going to not support you the way you need. You're going to feel shame for finally admitting that you can't have kids right now, at least. But honestly, what I've learned is that you usually expect way worse than what actually happens. Um, usually when an admission like this happens, people are going to open their hearts to you and they're going to support you. And another big thing about actually telling your friends and family that you're dealing with infertility and maybe going through IVF or whatever it is you're doing is they will back off of the questions of when are you having kids? Oh, you guys look so happy. You're married now. When are you having kids? How many kids do you want? When are you having kids? How's that going? You know, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're just getting older. You better get started. It will stop all that because I know all of that coming at you just makes you feel worse. And if you're living in like this secret place and nobody knows what you're going through, every time someone asks you a question like that, it's just like another shot to the gut. (laughs) So I think if you're ready to tell your friends and family, don't be scared of their reaction because they are likely going to meet you with support and love and then they'll know what's going on and they'll stop with the questions. And those people that don't meet you with support and love, well, maybe you need to start reevaluating your relationship with them. If anybody doesn't support you in this journey, are they that, you know, that good of a friend to you? Do you need this person in your life? I think when we admit that we're going through these dark things, it brings people closer together. Not only that, it actually lifts the stigma off infertility. I um something I haven't talked about a lot of here at least, is I'm a big mental health advocate because I went through depression after my divorce. And I was really quiet about that for a long time. I didn't tell anybody I was suffering because I felt so much shame about it because we live in this world that stigmatizes mental illness. It's it's more in the forefront and people are more accepting of it now, but it's still there's still so much we need to... We, there's so many steps we need to take before it's actually just as acceptable to have a mental illness as it is to have a broken leg. It's the same kind of thing with infertility. It impacts so many women and so many men and so many couples... Yet it's still, there's still some sort of stigma around it. There's, it's weird. It's very bizarre. There's stigma around infertility. There's stigma around not having kids. And, you know, that's a big reason I also talk about tough stuff. And a big reason I am doing this podcast is I want to get rid of that stigma. That's dumb. <laughs> like, that's stupid. 
there are so many women suffering through it alone because there's this stigma. So I think that's another thing. If you're going to talk to your friends and family about it, you are contributing to the mission to reduce stigma surrounding infertility. In my dream world, being infertile, having infertility is just like having a common cold. It's really crappy. It's like a really crappy cold, but nobody kind of bats an eye. It just is what it is. And you know what? Okay, great. Go to the doctor, get get it sorted, do what you need to do. But that's definitely not where we're at. So think of it like that. If you're going to come talk to your friends and family, you can be part of that mission to reduce the stigma. And I encourage everyone on the tribe to be part, part of that. Um, I think if you are ready to take that step, start with those people that are the closest to you. So start with people like your mom, your sister, your brother, your dad. Um, it might help to have everybody together at once or maybe one by one. For me, I personally kind of, I talk to my sister first and then I open up to my parents and then my brother. So it was a little bit like step by step. It was too daunting for me to tell them all at the same time. Um, and in regards to my friends, I started with my best friends. Um, and they, like I said, they all met me with love and support. And so I think that's a step. I think also maybe have a time, like carve out a specific time. Um, don't do it when people are in a rush or, you know, have a time where you can sit down and actually talk about it. Explain what you've been through so far. Talk about your feelings. Talk about how it's impacted you as a couple. I mean, you don't need to, but maybe that's something you need to do. Inform them about what you're doing, what the next steps are. My best friend recently, she told me like, I want to know after you go to the doctor, like what the ne- the next steps are. I'm actually interested in the process in a very, just a loving, like I'm actually interested. So I think you'll be surprised of the reaction of people. And it's honestly, it's like this weight off your shoulder. You can sigh a relief because now people know they're in the know about what's going on with you and you're no longer suffering alone in the dark. It's, I found it hugely liberating and it's just like it's just like breathing out when you've been holding in for so 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 long um and if you're nervous about telling your family then maybe start with your friends your best friends your tribe your squad your real life in-person squad start with them they have your back you know your ride or dies you know who has your back no matter what start there take baby steps start with them and then you know, once you feel courageous enough, then talk to your family and then let it be out in the open. And then you can tell your family, you know what, tell Aunt Susan and tell Uncle Jim and tell Grandma Shirley or whoever, get them to kind of spread the message. If And then and tell them like if questions come up at the next Christmas gathering, maybe they are the ones that are <laughs> responsible for saying, Aunt Shirley, like we need to talk, t- talk about what's going on with so-and-so so that the questions stop. So I guess to sum it up, Number one, people will meet you with love and support. It's a lot more daunting and scary in your head than it really will end up being. Number two, if people don't meet you with love and support, maybe you need to reevaluate that relationship. Number three, um, baby steps. So start with those people that you know will support you no matter what, and then work out. Number four, Carve out a time that's good so it's not in a rush. 
be open to questions. And number five, know it's going to be okay. It is, I promise, it's going to be okay. And with that, there's another episode. Uh, Thanks so much for tuning in and stay tuned for more episodes. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, review, comment, recommend the show to another infertility warrior going through the infertility journey. You can also find myself and the tribe on Instagram at infertility tribe. You can send me a direct message there. If you have a question you want me to answer on the show, or if you have a story you want me to share with the listeners as well, you can find me on my personal blog at www.thesplendidpath.com or on Instagram at thesplendidpath.com. Thank you.